What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So there's been a lot going on in the baseball world. A lot of big news. Extensions, signings, like re-signings, you know, guys who are going back to the old clubs. Spring training is right around the corner. Let's jump right into it. A lot of really big news. So it all started with Bobby Witt Jr. Bobby Witt Jr., the star shortstop, the budding young star. He's not an all-star yet, but I think he will be this season. He agreed to an 11-year extension with the Kansas City Royals. So the Royals are retaining their franchise shortstop well into the next decade. It's an 11-year, $288.78 million deal. It's the largest contract in Royals team history. And Bobby Witt Jr., 23 right now, has multiple chances to opt out of the deal. So it's, it's a very friendly contract for him. Of course, he gets a big bag, $288 million guaranteed, no matter what decision he takes with those opt-outs. If he decides to stay, he'll get that money. If he decides to leave, he could test the free agent market and get even more money. But Bobby Wood Jr. is 23, and he's about to enter his age 24 season. The way this contract works is that he will be able to test free agency after the 2030, 2031, 2032, and 2020, sorry, 2033 seasons. So what that means is he could get to a point where he decides to test free agency right after his age 30 season. He would be right in his prime. And at that point, he would have four years on $140 million remaining on the table. So that comes out to $35 million AAV, which is pretty nice. But at that point, you know, in 2030, we know what, you know, with inflation and everything, what free agent contracts are going to be, he could easily decide to opt out and go for more money. Contracts like this, are always really good for the player because he could always do what I just said, go to free agency, or he could decide to get another extension, talk to negotiate with the Royals for another extension. For example, Manny Machado. Manny Machado signed a deal with the San Diego Padres, which was, was 10 years, 300. I believe he had an opt-out clause in there. And just last year, you know, he was talking about taking that opt-out so he could reach free agency. And the Padres decided to extend him again. So he got more money on top of that, and now he's going to remain a Padre, perhaps for the rest of his career. That's how it works. You know, you play well, and then you'll get rewarded. So they just, you know, put more money on top of that. So that could always happen with any of these players. I mean, Mike Trout, similar deal. You know, he ended up taking an extension, which made him, you know, lots of money. I believe it was ended up being more than $400 million when it was all said and done. But that was just, you know, stacking on top of a previous deal and just extending that. So that's what can definitely happen, but it's a lot of flexibility for the player. And Bobby Witt Jr., you know, this is a guy who came up to the big leagues, young age, obviously, I think just 20, 21, when he, 20 or 21 years old, when he made his debut, had a, an average year at the dish, his rookie season, always had speed, weighted runs created plus a 98. So just a couple ticks below average, but super young. And we saw the potential, took a step forward. And then we started to see, okay, yeah, this, this guy's legit. You know, now we saw him in 2023, put it all together and the stolen bases. So we know that Major League Baseball made it a lot easier to steal bases in 2023. And he definitely took advantage of that. Bobby Witt Jr. had 49 steals. So he had a 30 home run, 49 steal season in 2023. In 2022, the year before, with the old rules, he stole 30 bases. He had a 20 homer, 30 steal season with the old rules. So 
I mean, the sky's the limit with this kid. I mean, yeah, the sky's the limit with this guy. Led the league in triples in 2023 and put up that 120 OPS plus. So that's going to continue to climb. So great value all the way around. You're getting a player, you know, four and a half wins above replacement per baseball reference in 2023. And I think that's only going to continue to climb. So Bobby Witt Jr., you know, we always talk about, or I always talk about pedigree. Bobby Witt Jr. is a son of a former major leaguer and not just any former major leaguer. I mean, Bobby Witt Sr. was the third overall pick in the MLB draft in 1985 and had a nice, long, 16-year major league career. A 16-year major league career where, you know, he put up, you know, pretty decent numbers. I mean, for the most part, right? Pitcher, and you, you don't stick around for 16 years if you're not pretty good. Well, what am I trying to say is that he has that pedigree. Bobby Witt Jr. has that pedigree. Son of a big leaguer, ended up being the second overall pick himself in 2019. He was second behind Adley Rutschman. You see what both he and Adley Rutschman are doing at the big league level right now. So there's not really that much risk to giving this kind of money to a player like this because more often than not, their price is only going to go up. So we saw Juan Soto, well, that's he's the one who didn't sign the contract, but we saw Julio Rodriguez at his age, you know, sign a similar deal with the Mariners last year. Now Bobby Wood Jr. did it. Juan Soto is taking a different approach. He's you know, he's going through arbitration, he's getting big money every year, but he's trying to make it to free agency where he can really get that really big deal. We'll see if it works out for him because Juan Soto already did turn down a really big offer from the Nationals a couple years ago. So that's the news coming out of Kansas City, Bobby Wood Jr. So clearly the, you know, the Royals have not played well at all. They've been a struggling team. They've been a losing franchise. But clearly now they're deciding to build around Bobby Witt Jr. This is their homegrown guy. This is the guy that they drafted. And that's the way you do it. You know, when you draft someone, you get someone who, you know, comes up through your system and they're able to give them an extension. You know, it just costs you draft picks to get it. Got costs you a high draft pick to get them, but it's a lot easier to retain a guy and a lot cheaper to retain a guy that you drafted than someone you have to go out on the free agent market. So it's just a little bit more cost effective and then go ahead and now go ahead and sign those big money guys because we all know we just saw the Rangers win, win the World Series and basically bought the World Series. You, you got to spend money if you want to win. That's the reality of Major League Baseball. Speaking of its extensions, so Jose Altuve is the next guy up. So the Astros have decided to give Jose Altuve a five-year extension, five years, $125 million guaranteed. Jose Altuve will be an Astro for life. This surely this makes sure of that. I mean, Altuve is going to turn 34 this season. This is a five-year deal. He will be an Astro for life. This guy still puts up phenomenal numbers. I mean, he was hurt for much of 2023, but when he did play, he was outstanding. And in postseason, we saw what he did, put up monster numbers in the postseason. I mean, when he played, so Altuve in 2023 only played in 90 games. In those 90 games, he hit 311 with 17 homers and a 915 OPS. Still put up 2.8 wins above replacement. In those games he played, 90 games, you know, just a little more than half the season. So about like 60% of the season. So with Altuve, you know where you're getting. You're getting an all-star. And age has not kicked in yet. This dude is still putting up phenomenal numbers. And you're getting elite, elite production out of him. Absolutely. So the Astros have... A lot of guys on their con- on their on their roster who they have to make contract decisions about. You know, Kyle Tucker is coming up. 
that decision has to be made with him. You know, they're going to give him a raise through arbitration, but are they going to extend him? You know, Alex Bregman is going to be a free agent at the end of this season, but they've decided to take care of Altuve for now. So Bregman, you know, there's been a lot of talk about him. They're saying that the Astros, or the Astros have said they will make him an offer. You know, he's a Boris client, just like Altuve. But it's going to have to be a really big offer if they want to keep Bregman because Bregman, you know, has a much more favorable outlook on free agency than Altuve would have. So Altuve's second baseman would have been 34 years old. Free agent market hasn't really been too kind to primary second baseman. But Bregman, a third baseman, who's going to be 30 years old, yeah, that's that's a pretty good profile. He can definitely get a seven, eight, or even nine-year deal in free agency. And the Astros are, are known to avoid long-term deals. So I don't think they're going to strike a deal with Alex Bregman. I do think they're going to let him walk. I think he's going to play his final season in Houston and hit the open market and go somewhere else for that big long-term deal. That's just the way it is. That's that's the way the Astros have operated. You know, at this point, the Astros, you know, they deserve the benefit of the doubt, the respect, because they continue to win. They keep making it back to the World Series. So that's, that. I mean, they know what they're doing at that point. So that's the deal coming out of Houston. A re-signing. Let's talk about Clayton Kershaw re-signing with the Dodgers. So Clayton Kershaw has headed back to the Dodgers. It's just a formality. We all know this This is going to happen every year. We, we knew this was going to happen. But this time, it was a two-year guarantee. So a two-year guarantee, two-year $10 million guarantee for Clayton Kershaw. So Kershaw, obviously Dodgers legend, but you know he's about to turn 36 years old in about five weeks. So obviously nearing the end of his career. When he is on the mound, he is still very effective. I mean, in 2023, Clayton Kershaw put up 3.7 wins above replacement, had a two and a half ERA. His 2.46 ERA in 2023 was actually just a notch lower than his career ERA, believe that or not. He threw 131 innings. So he was actually very, very sturdy in 2023 as far as durability. You know, so for him, you know, you're, yeah, you're not going to get 180 innings out of him. But yeah, 120 to 130 innings, that's with a two and a half ERA, that's an all-star. That is absolutely an all-star. That's what he was uh, these past two years. So, and at the price you're getting him, you know, five million a year, that's a bargain. I mean, I was going to say the risk get richer, but it's true. I mean, not that Kershaw was ever going to leave the Dodgers or we ever thought that he would, but yeah, I mean, this is the reality. This guy is still a huge part of their success. And they're going to lean on him when he's healthy. Kershaw had surgery this offseason. You know, injuries definitely are part of it. He has learned how to pitch with less velo. You know, a shoulder strain landed him on the injured list last July. And, you know, Dave Roberts acknowledged in September that he was pitching at less than full strength. But they limited him to five innings per start in all but one start when he returned from the injured list. That was five and a third innings. But... Along the way, we saw his average fastball dip to career low levels. He averages 89.4 miles an hour on his fastball. And in his final four starts, it was 88.7. But like I said, even with the diminished velocity, he has relearned how to pitch. I mean, in the eight starts he made after the injured list, he turned in a 2.23 ERA. So just panning the corners. That's <laughs> that's the fact of the matter with Clayton, uh, Clayton Kershaw at this point. Not the high octane stuff, just low velo with panning the corners and getting the job done that way. So moving on to a retirement announcement, Corey Kluber has announced his retirement, announced it just the other day. And 
13-season Major League Baseball journey has come to a close. Corey Kluber, we know, an elite pitcher for a long time. He was very good for a long time. Won a Cy Young Award. Actually won two Cy Young Awards. Two with what were then the Cleveland Indians at the time. So in 2014 and also 2017. And yeah, it was, was I was saying, pitcher you know, for the American League and one of the best pitchers in baseball. So shout out to Corey Kluber, calling it a career and on to his next chapter. So those are the updates, the big updates that we have for now. You know, there are some other guys signing, you know, saw Gary Sanchez signing a deal with the Brewers and, you know, some other deals like that. But I would say those are the biggest ones for sure. You know, there's still a really big fish left in the pond this offseason. And that is Blake Snell. Blake Snell has not signed with the team yet. Spring training is just days away. Where will Blake Snell pitch in 2024? We don't know yet, but I'm sure we will find out very soon. So that's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share with someone who would be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection. Thank you.